0: This is a reminder, you are listening to the delayed broadcast here on Faith FM. If you would like to listen to the live show and interact with Mon and myself for the breakfast show, then simply go to faithfm.com.au and press play or use the TuneIn radio app.
1: Hello, welcome back to Faith FM Breakfast Show with your hosts, Shell and...
2: Paul and... Emerson.
1: And we, we're grateful to have you here. Now, and we are very grateful for the text messages that have been coming mm, through. Thank
3: you for those that have been texting us. We really appreciate your feedback. It's um, very good to know that people are listening. Look, That's if we right. can help you start <laughs> this day well, continue this day going well, we are happy. The text number is We can't respond to every text by name. But uh, we want to say thank you to our listeners that are taking the time to call us, taking the time to text us. Um, we do miss Lyle. We do miss Mon. But uh, keep us in prayer because October 29th, um, the Faith FM board will meet to no, discuss. Sorry, the the, oh, sorry, um, the, the, um, the man- executive board, executive board uh, will discuss what is going to happen with the Faith FM breakfast program moving forward to make it sustainable, to make it um, Know, reach more people uh, in an effective way. So, if you like, if to give you us feedback, have not yet mm.
1: given us feedback, yeah, please do. I v- mean, we would like as much feedback as possible to take with us to that meeting. Obviously, the more listeners that we hear from, the the better. So, and um, mm. yeah, so thank you for those who have already sent yeah, some amazing so feedback that just, we've been getting.
3: Just like, how does this program help you? Um, how did you enjoy you know listening to Faith FM Breakfast Program every morning? Mm. Um,
1: it's it's interesting because mm. some people are like, oh, I love the music, and others are like, it's the encounter segment. It's you know that's so and that's, great. It's, it's and other people are like that hard hitting news. Just really you mm. know, and others the grateful. I just love all of the segments about so when you talk about what you're grateful yeah. for and it. Occurs. So yeah, everybody's got their mm. different thing that they like. Definitely. And Paul, it's great having you here because you've been a <coughs> a faithful listener to the show oh, as look, well. You and your wife are always listening. Oh, in look,
3: we we have breakfast around this time, like like many of you are having breakfast right now, or or you might be driving, or you may be just in bed still. doesn't matter. You're listening, and that's fantastic. And just send us a line, um, send us a text. The text number is 0491 064 669. We want to make this program as relevant to our listeners as possible, so we appreciate you calling us as well, 1-800-324-843. And speaking of that, we had a caller that rang and... Got the answer right to the previous uh, quiz question.
1: Yep, yep. But we have neglected to.
3: Well, okay,
2: Emerson. Do you remember the quiz? The name, yes, the, uh, quiz, the quiz. So the quiz was. was what book am I? And the first uh, question uh, clue yeah, yep. was it the, says the word savior six times, six times which is the that's most right? of any book in the Bible in the New Testament. In the New Testament,
1: and. Yes. and
2: Adele, who is one of our church members here at RTM
1: Who's listening, I think, for the, one of the first time. First time listener first Having, time yeah. Listener, yeah.
2: Hello to our first time listeners <laughs> uh, And she, she said, it's Titus And we were like, it is Titus So there you go Titus, Adele. all three chapters of it Has the most saviour That's it right Of any other book
1: That's right And we do have someone trying to call in right now Sorry, Felly, I can't answer the phone right now But I will call you back um uh but yeah when we have a song break I will call back anybody who does try to call now mm. but we will start a new quiz and it's a prize will mm, get
2: this one I'm sure That's right Oh and we do,
1: we do want to say thank you to um, Aaron and Julie Who also texted in uh, Aaron who, who reminded us that we hadn't said what the answer was Hey we're new to this But yeah thank, thank you for enjoying our little <laughs> bloopers first, as well This we is This is live you. This is fun <laughs> <laughs> um, Okay So but we will start a new quiz Let's see how you go with this one everybody Alright and Emery's already ready. got his pen ready He's he's, he's feeling hopeful. Okay, Paul's just finishing his breakfast on the breakfast show. Yum, yum. (laughs) Okay, so this is a what am I. So it is not a person. It's what. It is not a book. It is not a number. It is some sort of thing. It's a thing. Okay. After the death of Nadab and Abihu, Moses told Aaron and his sons not to let this become messy.
3: Mm, so what am I?
1: What am I? Emery's thinking. I can see the cog. <laughs> I right,
3: just read, you read you know, it too. Oh, if man. you know the answer,
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs>
4: call okay, us.
1: And if you do know the answer, the prize, we've picked out a prize for you for, the, for our second quiz. Um, Adele already snapped up a prize. I told her that she could um, pick out something and sh- she's picked out something nice. Um, but we have a, a testimony book. Which is always, it's always nice to have true stories about people who have come to the Lord and Mm. how, how they got there and how the Lord brought them through their journey. (laughs) So this, this book is called HGVN. So, and it is called The Ghetto Preacher. Mm. So it is about, Mm. um, Willie Ramos and it is his story. And it's actually a really incredible book. Um, so if you want to win this, then you need to get your thinking cap on and tell us the answer to our quiz, and I'll read that out for you one last time. It was, the question was, after the death of Nadab and Abihu, Moses told Aaron and his sons not to let this become messy. Um, so before am I? Yep, just before we get into our encounter, I did want to say we were yesterday praying for Lawson, that he would be here today, mm. and if you haven't noticed... He's not here. That's okay. <laughs> so I just did, did want you. Wilson. Yeah, I did want you all to keep praying for him because he is very sick. Yesterday was his twenty-first birthday, mm. and he spent it throwing up.
2: Yes, uh, so
1: that is not pleasant. So he did make a, a joke about the fact that yes, the twenty-second of October is the great disappointment.
4: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: but um, uh, he said. That he would uh, try to get in this morning, but I told him to try to, to take that off. Now, he's not the only one sick in his family. I guess it's kind of going around. His dad and his sister all uh, also are, mm-hmm. are not feeling well in the stomach area. So let's keep them in prayer, and we're hoping that he will be here tomorrow to host the show with a co-host. Um, but. It is us for today, and we're very grateful to be here. And Paul, we are going to get into the encounter with God section, and we are able to join 20 million other people around mm. the world who study this mm. lesson every day. So we are um, going to be a couple of days, we're going to try to make up for the Monday and Tuesday that we have missed, so we've got three days' worth to try to squeeze in. That's okay. But, we'll just um, go
3: through what we can. And yeah. hopefully some of these Bible thoughts will really speak to your heart today. Um, this section of the Bible that we're looking at is a very historic book, or historic books, the books of Ezra, Nehemiah, um, uh, Haggai, um those kind of books. Now,
2: did you know? I learned last night that Ezra and Nehemiah were actually originally the one book, and then when the uh, Bible put it together, um, compo- put it together, compo- compo- they, they changed it
3: into two different books. Really?
2: Yeah. So that's why everyone always talks about Ezra and Nehemiah as sort of one thing. Right. I'm assuming. Look, interesting.
3: To be honest, I'm not a historian, and for our listeners that are historians, that's fantastic. And uh, maybe you can give some feedback. But um, we still have some things to learn uh, from these these stories of the past. You know, the pathways of life are not always smooth. Is that right?
4: Mm.
1: That's correct.
3: It's true. Very, very, some, very. Sometimes you face opposition. Sometimes you face uh, um, some troubles. And that was certainly the case for the Israelites. As they te- attempted to rebuild their temple and their city, they faced significant opposition. And uh, we'll look at how they faced opposition. So for those of you that have your Bibles ready, we're going to go to the book of Ezra, uh, which is in the Old Testament, uh, before Nehemiah, before the book of Psalms, all right? so the It's right after the Samuels, Kings, and Chronicles. Samuels, Kings, and Chronicles, so a very historical part of the Bible, and... Um, you know, we still have some uh, things to learn from that. So, our first verse will be in Ezra, chapter three, yep, and verse three. So, this is after seventy years in captivity, the Israelites were allowed to return to the home to their homeland and rebuild their city and their temple worship. What was, the, what was the feeling among the initial builders and the people's response when the altar and their foundations were completed? So you can imagine a building project when you set the foundations right. What was their response in Ezra chapter 3 and verse 3? Shell, could you please read that?
1: Okay. Even though the people were afraid of the local residents, they rebuilt the altar at its old site. Then they began to sacrifice burnt offerings on the altar to the Lord every morning and evening.
3: Okay, so <clears throat> you imagine people, uh, fearful of people around them, those who had uh, occupied their land after they'd captured, surrounded those countries, and they offered sacrifices on the altar. And
4: You're listening to Faith FM, positively different radio.
3: That's true. My name is Paul. We've got uh, Shell and Emerson uh, doing this Bible study with you. Okay, so Ezra chapter 3 and verses 11 and 12. Look at the response. Look at the response when they offered sacrifices on the altar.
1: Okay, with praise and thanks they sang this song to the Lord. He is so good, his faithful love for Israel endures forever. Then all the people gave a great shout, praising the Lord, because the foundation of the Lord's temple had been laid. And 12, too, you said? Uh,
3: Yep, let's do 12. Mm -hmm.
1: But many of the older priests, Levites, and other leaders who had seen the first temple wept aloud when they saw the new temple's foundation. Mm. The others, however, were shouting for joy.
3: Okay, and uh, one more verse in that. In that chapter, verse 13.
1: Yep. The joyful shouting and weeping mingled together in a loud noise that could be heard far in the distance. (laughs) That's... Um,
3: Yeah, so... All right, so this is a...
1: A typical scene, isn't it? (laughs) Where some people are happy about it and some people are not happy about it.
3: (laughs) And, And what was the difference in response? Because they'd compared... The, the old uh, foundations and they, they saw that uh, it was the people that remembered the first foundation, they wept. And the, fir- the people that hadn't seen that, they were like, yay, God is good, his mercy endures forever toward Israel. Yep. And uh, there was so much noise from the shout of joy uh yeah,
1: from the shouting and the weeping
3: and shouting and the weeping that that s- sound was heard far off that's some far kind off of celebration in
1: the distance <laughs> that's that's
3: that's a, that's, a, that's a big celebration isn't it that's a that's a quite a significant amount of noise so <clears throat> it seems that they had good reason to be fearful and uh, and why is this? so in the next chapter uh, chapter 4 yep and verse 1 uh what what happened in in the story.
1: Okay. So, well, let's see. The enemies of Judah and Benjamin heard that the exiles were rebuilding a temple to the Lord, the God of Israel.
3: Okay. So the adversaries were mainly people who had occupied Israel lands as well as some surrounding countries.
2: So these are people who never actually went into captivity. Yeah. Yeah. They, they just stayed living there.
3: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And they had mixed their worship style with the Israel Israelites' God and... Um, we're going to jump across just briefly to the kings that you mentioned before mm-hmm. in, in the Bible, Second Kings, uh, chapter seventeen. So,
1: Second Kings chapter seventeen, which is
3: before the book of Ezra.
1: And what verse did we want?
3: Second Kings chapter seventeen, verses verse forty-one. Just the the first part of it.
1: Pages are sticking together.
2: Is that a new Bible?
1: No, but.
3: don't read that part of the Bible very often. <laughs> Second Kings chapter seventeen and verse forty-one.
1: So while these new residents worshipped the Lord, they also worshipped their idols. Whoa. And to this day, their descendants do the same. Oh, no. what?
2: Mm. idolatry!
3: Idolatry. Classic. Yeah. So you know, should we worship the living Creator God, mm, or yeah. should we worship? Uh, carved images. What does the what does what does the Bible say we should do?
2: Well, I mean that's the first commandment, isn't it? Mm. Have no other gods before me. No, that is the second one: graven images.
3: And and uh, so, yeah, God God says don't worship graven images. Mm. Don't worship carved images. Yeah. Like remember when when uh, the the people came out of Egypt and they came to a mountain and Moses went up to the mountain to receive the Ten Commandments. What happened to the people?
2: <laughs> they they made a graven image. They made, they made a, a golden image.
3: calf. A golden calf, and they they worshipped it. Yep. And they they danced around it, and they prayed to it, and they celebrated. That's not that's not a good thing to no, do. Is no,
2: it? no, no, no. Absolutely. But I mean, not. they made it. Yeah. How, how could it be a god if they made
3: it themselves? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right. So let's get back to the story in Ezra chapter four and verse two. Okay. So. Verse 2. So
1: they approached Zerubel, Zerubbabel? Zerubbabel and the other leaders and said, Let us build with you, for we worship your God just as you do. We have sacrificed to him ever since King... Mm-hmm.
2: Zerubbabel? Yeah,
1: no, no, I don't know. Oh, Aszer uh, Esarhaddon es- es- of Assyria es- brought us here. Haddon.
2: Uh, yeah, that's probably what it is. Okay, means. so w-
1: Siri thinks I'm talking to her. <laughs> the name's not quite the same, Siri. Sorry,
3: <laughs>
1: Aster Hayden, l- not l-
3: Siri. L- life, <laughs> life, life technology. <laughs> All right. So, so what? Uh, so we want to help you build, and we worship your God. That was that. You know, what the adversaries ask to do? They say, look, you know, we want to we want to, um, you know, let us build with you. For we seek your God as you do, and we have sacrificed to him since the days of of this king, of Assyria, who brought us here. Um, So who answered this apparently genuine offer to help, and what was their answer? So uh, Uh, verse 3, what happens? But Zerubbabel and Jeshua and the rest of the heads of the fathers' house, houses of Israel said to them, You may do nothing with us to build a house for our God, but we alone will build to the Lord God of Israel as King Cyrus, the king of Persia, has commanded us.
2: So we send them away. Yeah. They, they say, hey, we want to help out. And they're like, no, you can't. Only us. Only us. Yeah. Interesting.
3: Interesting. So um, it was it was a group decision. It wasn't just... Um,
2: mm, it wasn't just the rubber wool.
3: It was the rubber wall, Joshua, and, and the rest of the, and heads, the heads of the heads families. Of the, yeah, heads yeah. of the fathers' houses. They said, look, you may do nothing with us to build a house for our God, but we alone will build to the Lord God of Israel as King Cyrus, the king of Persia, Persia has commanded us. And remember, that was a decree. mm um, yeah, that is actually linked to a time prophecy in the mm. Bible.
1: So, on the surface, it looks like that they're offering kindness yeah. and that they just want to be helpful, but there must be more to it.
3: So, why did this committee refuse to, the offer of help? I mean, if someone comes to help you, do you just accept everyone's help? <laughs> yeah. Well, well, let's Good let's question. look back to back to Second Kings.
1: Yeah, well, they are called the adversaries, aren't they? So, yeah. Yep.
3: All right, so let's go back to, just hold your finger there. Uh, we may come back to that. So 2 Kings chapter 17, and Second uh, Kings chapter 17, verses 36 to 39. Let's look at that. Shell, do you have that?
1: Yes. But worship only the Lord who brought you out of Egypt with great strength and a powerful arm. Bow down to him alone and offer sacrifices only to him. Be careful at all times and obey the decrees, regulations, instructions, and commands that he wrote to you. You must not worship other gods. Continue.
3: Mm, uh, that's the first 39, right?
1: Oh, no, okay. okay. Do not forget the covenant I made with you, and do not worship other gods. You must worship only the Lord your God. He is the one who will rescue you from all your enemies. Okay, mm. now that's a lesson so here for us. We, so mm.
2: these guys that they sent away were worshipping other gods? Yeah. Yeah. There you go.
3: Yeah. So this, this, uh, this bit of... Um, Not not only advice but command to worship God. God knows what is best for His mm, people. Absolutely. So He says, "Look, um, to to His people, to His servants, uh, you know, um, do not worship, do not worship other gods, do not serve them, do not bow down to them. Uh, you shall not fear other gods, but the Lord your God you shall fear." So, so is it, is it
1: uh, not a bad thing, though, to let non-believers give you a hand? Because wouldn't that be an opportunity then to to share and witness with them?
3: Yeah. What do you think?
1: Well, uh, you
2: find it interesting during the story of the Old Testament Israelites how every time they fall into idolatry, it's because of the people they're hanging out with.
3: Mm. So look, you've got to be careful not to mix uh, and to dilute uh, the truth of God, worship is sacred. Worship is holy. Watch out for that. Um, don't don't uh, don't dilute that. Mm. That was Carly Fletcher. Thank Who's you. Who's that? Mm. She's a lovely young singer songwriter, <laughs> and I happen to be married to her. Uh, she's it's, it, an so amazing it's funny,
1: woman. you know, because I still see because uh, Carly's dad was my pastor for uh, right. quite a while. Yes, yes, Carly's dad was my pastor. Um, and, and I really love his his song. Well, his him and Rose, Rosie do a song together on the, on the kids thing, and that's probably my favorite song on that album. Wow, cool. Um, but, um, uh, yeah, so he used to be our pastor, and, and Carly, when, when we knew her, you know, she was still just a, a, a little girl, and then, and then her and, and my oldest son, Harley, became quite good friends. Nice. And... Uh, yeah, and now she's married with children, and she's this great
4: singer-songwriter,
1: and yeah, just accomplishing kind of great things in her life. And it's just wonderful to see what the Lord's doing um, with her and and her music ministry. And now she's um, producing another great album, which you got to the the, the song. I don't What's know that, that you thing? actually mentioned that in the interview that you did today. What's that? That Carly is. Um, Uh, Involved in producing that whole thing
3: Yeah, yeah, Carly's pulling it together
1: She's pulling it together Just Mm. like she did with the um, For Such a Time Which is a children's album Compilation album And we played one of the songs from that today um, she's putting together another one which is more geared toward um, like a Christian life and devotional yep. life yep. And, and that sort of thing Yep. And, uh, and so we got to hear that snippet from Snippet
3: from Marty and Tanay and look, yeah, we've, got, yeah. we've got Anna Beaton we've got Kemi Agendi and they were both on radio just recently Yes, and, and we got FM. to hear
1: uh, they when they did the concert out mm. at Maitland they yep. did that song for well, us that so was we got incredible. a sneak peek yeah. of that one and they were going to record it the following day so, I think and it was really, really a beautiful song so I'm excited about that.
3: Yeah, look, we, yeah. we like to bring live, fresh music when we can, and uh, some some great, great music uh, from original singer-songwriters right here around Australia.
1: Yeah. Mm. So during the song break, um, I called Felly back, who had tried to call us during the um, uh, encounter segment. And so, thank you, Felly, for your encouraging message. So she just wanted us to what know that um, she she supports The Breakfast Show greatly. And a, a, a bit over a year ago, she sent us a message letting us know that um, The Breakfast Show had helped her through a major time of depression. Mm, wow. said she came across the station by Providence and um, that... She, she heard these two voices on the radio that became like friends to her, you know, mm. and just helped her um, with her depression. And it's, it's, it's really nice. Um, somebody else sent her a message yesterday about, you know, just when you're single, it's yeah. nice to have um, just that, that, company. Co- that, co- mm. that company, you know. Yeah, well. And it's just, it's like a friendship as well, and it's really good. Um, and for people who are... Um, you know, even me when when um, I'm just driving or whatever. Whenever you're just alone and, and yeah. whatnot, it's it's nice to just have that company or that talking or whatever. You're part of the
3: Faith FM yeah. family. It's it's like it's a two-way conversation. We appreciate you you letting us know via our Facebook, via our website, uh, via SMS. Or via phone call, we appreciate your feedback. So, thank you. Mm, Faith FM is reaching people like you, and uh, if you haven't responded to you know how Faith FM breakfast has helped you, how you would like to see it uh, reach more people and uh, and greater impact, send us a text message zero four nine one zero six four six six nine, or you can always call us, uh, preferably during a song, one eight hundred. Three two four eight four three. Write the yep. number down. And that's
1: one eight hundred Faith FM. If yeah. you, an easy way to remember it. True. Um, yeah. Awesome. And Feli is about to head off to the Philippines for four weeks, and she's looking forward when she comes back to find out if we are still on air. <laughs> so yeah, thank yeah. you, Feli Oops. And we will just we have to get back into our encounter for yes. a short while, but we will just do a quick quiz qu- question for you. Um, so quiz. Clue number two. Emery's ready there. I'm ready. So, do you remember what the first one was, Emery?
2: Yes. Uh, Nahab, Nadab and Abihu, after God struck them, Moses, told, Moses Aaron. told Aaron to keep something clean, not not to let something get messy.
1: Not, yes, that's right. Okay, not so, so what is that messy. something? Okay, so Judges 20 tells how the Benjamites mobilized 700 men from. Gide- from Gibeah that could sling a stone at one of these and not miss mm, that's a tough one that's tough one okay, yeah, that's so, tougher
2: than the first one But I did just read that uh, as well Benjamin mobilized
1: good. 700 men from Gibeah that could sling a stone it's were very interesting yeah. chapter of the Bible. It's pretty much that saying that these guys it, were, were dead, dead I, eyes. Yeah. Okay? Really
4: good um,
1: But if you know what the answer is, please text us through the answer or call us through the answer, and you will get that, that prize, the Willie Ramos testimony book about the ghetto preacher.
3: And it's okay. uh, published um, by Pacific Press.
1: That's right. So we've only got a couple of minutes to get back into our counter here. Okay. But, Paul, what are we going to look let's, at now? Let's
3: look at uh, the New Testament. Um, 2 Corinthians, this is a a bit more, um, uh, what's the word, Uh, often read part of the Bible. 2 Corinthians chapter 6, 2 Corinthians chapter 6 and verses 14 to 18. Uh, What advice does the Apostle Paul give to the Corinthian church about keeping their worship pure and what does that mean for us today? 2 okay. Corinthians chapter 6, verses 14 to 18.
1: Don't team up with those who are unbelievers. How can unrighteous be a, a partner with wickedness? Mm. Mm-hmm. This is answering everything that we were talking about. Well, How of, can yeah. light live with darkness? What harmony can there be between Christ and the devil? How can a believer be a partner with an unbeliever? And what union can there be between God's temple and idols? For we are the temple of the living God. As God said, I will live in them and walk among them. I will be their God and they will be my people. Uh, Keep going right to the end of the chapter. Therefore, come out from among unbelievers and separate yourself from them, says the Lord. But touch their filthy, don't touch their filthy things and I will welcome you. And I will be your father and you will be my sons and daughters, says the Lord Almighty.
3: Okay, so here uh, the Apostle Paul is writing and giving some specific instruction or specific uh, counsel, uh, talking about righteousness and lawlessness. So, mm.
2: and he's quoting directly from the Old Testament somewhere, by the looks of it, too, isn't he?
3: Yeah, there's a there's a reference to uh, Jeremiah and Ezekiel. Ah, uh, yep and Isaiah, mm. so he's quoting cool. back,
1: because
2: uh, cool.
3: that's, that's the that's the Bible they had.
2: Yeah, because that's all they had to quote from back mm. then, because yeah. the, the New Testament and, hadn't been written yet.
1: And I, I, I like that it says, too, that we have to not forget what got them into this predicament in the first place, was that their forefathers had aligned... With the pagans, yeah, exactly. Many times in the past, so many times
2: over and over and over again. When you read the Bible, you're like, "Man, these guys just don't get it." Yeah, yeah. I mean,
1: mean,
3: we're not much better, but still,
1: that's right. (laughs) We we don't seem to learn from our mistakes as well as we should, do we? (laughs) So it's
3: a matter of uh, not mixing uh, true worship with false worship. That's Mm. what I was talking about here. Exactly. By all means, you know, have friends. Outside of, of your circle to, to win them, to influence them for good, to, to share positive things. But when it comes to worshipping God, mm. do not mix the holy and the unholy. Is that right?
1: That's right.
3: So we shouldn't be letting them preach up front. Well, look, you know, <laughs> <laughs> there, are things, there are things that. Wait, well,
1: that well, yeah, we, need, we need truth presented. Yeah, so that's yeah. exactly right. <laughs>
3: that's God exactly doesn't correct. want us to, to introduce false worship into the true worship of God. Stay mm. true to the Bible. Stay true to what you know is right.
1: Amen. Okay, mm. we are going into a song now. One clear voice singing, I'm trying to be more like Jesus. Let that be all of our desire today.
3: You're listening to Faith FM 87.6, or 88 right around Australia.
2: for a way to turn your life experience into an enriching gift for helping those around you? A counselling degree at Avondale College of Higher Education could provide you a great foundation to assist others through life's difficulties. Study in a personalised environment alongside a fantastic support network and community on our Lake Macquarie campus. Apply to study counselling today at counselling.avondale.edu.au It's higher education designed for life.
4: You're listening to Faith FM Positively Different Radio Where are you now When darkness seems to end Where are you now When the world is crumbling Oh I say
1: Daigle with Look Up Child, and you are listening to Faith FM, uh, The Breakfast Show, and we got a really nice message that just came in from James. Um, he says, hey peeps, just a quick text, because of Faith FM and The Brekkie Show, I will from this Saturday starting to attend the Seventh-day Adventist Church from, from this Saturday so cool. onwards. I'm mm. really happy about this. It's going to be great. Thanks so much, people.
2: Oh, wow, praise God! That isn't is that so exciting, encouraging?
1: <laughs> Thank you, James, for for sending us that wonderful message, and we hope that you have a wonderful experience um, at at uh, your new church mm, this we know that you this will. week. We know you will. You'll make you'll, you'll make some new friends over the next couple of weeks, and it and you'll settle right in there quite mm, happily, for sure, I'm sure.
2: For sure, um, awesome.
1: We um, just wanted to introduce the question of the day, um, but I wanted to give a, uh, a new clue for your quiz just so that you can get that in. So our next que- um, clue is, David seized both a lion and a bear by this and then killed them. Do you know the answer oh, now? Seasoning. Oh, Paul knows yes, the answer. Yes. Don't tell us the no, answer. No, no, no.
3: There's a, song, there's a song that goes with this, I think. Is that okay. right? Okay. There's, there's a little kid song that goes together with this, I think. Hum Is that it? Uh, no. No.
1: I mean that that song is about this particular story, but I don't think it mentions the, <laughs> the thing. thing. The thing. I don't thing. think they it have mentions no the idea. thing. <laughs> so he
2: used one of he Sorry. used this to kill because yes. he used a sling. Because right? that but
1: thing that, that you were talking sling, about wouldn't matter if it's messy. Oh. First clue was about oh, it being got, messy. Oh. Yes, ah, that's right.
3: Gonna, yeah, all, that all, all, all the clues. <laughs> you listen
1: to all the clue quizzes. <laughs> that's right. When you put all of them oh, together, quiz
3: clues. I mean. <laughs> yeah, that's right. When
1: you put them all together, it makes a little bit more sense yeah. because the first one says that um, Aaron and his sons were not to allow this to get messy. And our next clue was that the, the people were such a good shot that they could they hit could one, hit of, one these. of these. Uh, yeah. And uh, so our, obviously our something new small. clue is David sees both a lion and a bear by this and then killed them. Come on, guys. By Those <sighs> three, come on. God, Somebody send me the answer, please.
2: How
3: do we respond? What's this? this oh. number? Uh, I
1: don't know. This this is
2: painful. I've got no idea. Zero four nine
3: one zero (laughs) six four six six nine. Send us a text with the answer. Maybe I'll maybe I'll give
2: them my number so they can text me the number so I can get it right.
4: We
1: have to move on to we have to move on to the question. Um, So this is a a pre-recorded question
0: with Lyle and Mon. The question of the day with Lyle and Mon. The question: Lyle, is the Ten Commandments the first or old covenant? You know, this is one of the doctrines that has floated around in Christianity as a myth for so long that we now live in an age where it is often taken for granted that the Ten Commandments is the Old Covenant, where it is actually not. It has nothing to do with, well, it has a connection to the Old Covenant, but it is not in any way, shape, or form the Old Covenant. There are many covenants spoken of in the Bible. Uh, You've got the covenant between Abraham and God. You've got the covenant between the Father and the Son in relationship to our salvation. All kinds of different covenants. What you need to find is the one that is defined as the Old Covenant. And that particular one you will find in the book of Hebrews. And as the Bible speaks about the Old Covenant, it gives us identifying characteristics. Number one, the Bible says that Jesus is the mediator of a new covenant established on better promises. And so there we find that if the New Covenant has better promises, the Old Covenant has worse ones. Verse 7, the Bible says, For if the first covenant had been faultless, there would have been no place for the second. And so we find it had some dodgy promises, and it was faulty. There was a fault in the first covenant. Uh, then in verse 13, we find that it, the Bible says, in that he says, A new covenant has made the first covenant old. Now that which decays and grows old is ready to vanish away. And so we find that the first covenant was Temporary. A bit hard for the Ten Commandments to be temporary. You know, imagine taking something like Thou Shalt Not Kill and getting rid of it. That would be a really, really bad idea. The Ten Commandments are eternal. But first of all, we have three identifying characteristics poor promises, faults, and a temporary status. Can that, is it possible for that to be applied to the Ten Commandments? Clearly not. There are no Poor promises in the Ten Commandments. Ephesians six one to three. Honor your father and mother, which is the first commandment with promise that it may be well with you, that you may live long on the earth. In fact, that's the only commandment that has a promise in it, and it's a very, very good promise. No poor promises here. Was there any fault in the Ten Commandments? Paul says this in Romans seven verse twelve. Wherefore the law is holy, and the commandments are holy and just and good. And of course, from verse seven, we know that he's talking about the Ten Commandments here. Was what was the are the Ten Commandments temporary? Was there any point that they were temporary? Romans three verse thirty one, Paul says, Do we then make void the law through faith? God forbid. No, in contrast, we establish the law. Now that would sound a little strange if the law was synonymous with the old covenant. Because it would read like this, Do we then make void the Old Covenant through faith? God forbid we establish the Old Covenant. Whereas in Hebrews, it said, no, the Old Covenant is growing old and vanishing away. And so we can see very, very clearly that it is impossible for the Ten Commandments to be the Old Covenant. So we need to find out what is the Old Covenant. And if you go to Hebrews chapter 8 and verse 9, we find this, it gives us the time frame, not according to the covenant that I made with their fathers in the day when I took them by the hand to lead them out of the land of Egypt. So we know that in verse 9 that uh, this was a covenant that was made with Israel and it was made at the time of the Exodus. And we find this covenant in Exodus chapter 19, where the Bible says in verse 5, If you obey my voice and keep my covenant, you will be a peculiar treasure to me above all people. You shall be to me a kingdom of priests and a holy nation. And all the people answered together and said, All that the Lord has spoken, we will do. And Moses returned the words of the people to the Lord. This is the old covenant right here. And if you are looking for the fault, if you are looking for the weak promises, just take note of the part that the people played in the Old Covenant. If you have a question, give us a call. one 800 faith is our number. It's 1-800-324-843. And uh, we will answer that question for you live on air. Oh,
5: there was a woman in the Bible days. She had been sick, sick so very long. But she heard my Jesus was passing by. So she joined the gathering throng. And while she was pushing her way through, someone asked her, What are you trying to do? She said, If I could just touch the hem of his gum, I know I. Till she had no Had no more to spare The doctors they done all they could But their medicine Would do no good When she touched him The Savior didn't see But still he turned around And cried Somebody touch me She said it was I who just wanna touch The hem of your garment I know I be made whole right now. She stood there crying oh and whoa said if I could just trust the hero you come up. I know I'll be made whole right now.
1: Welcome back. Um, that was the soulsters. Emery was mm. getting into love that. that song. Such a such a great awesome. um, vintage classic. <laughs> we love. Um, so we're going to quickly get in another clue for the quiz. Emery is just this one is boggling my mind. Really, I've got no really idea. To answer. But I think this one will give it away. Okay, an easy I,
2: one. That's what we need.
1: I covered Esau's body when he was born.
2: Come on, man. What? Covered? Oh. Hair? Wait.
1: (laughs) You just (laughs) gave the answer on air. Hair. You're not supposed to say it. I'm sorry, I'm
2: bad. I'm sorry. You're just gonna have to give me the prize. Whoops, Daisy. If anybody
1: wants to, I've never da- done this before. If okay. anybody thinks they know the answer to the quiz, you can call in or um, or text. Spoiler us. alert! It's hair. Um, well, hang on, read the first ones again. Okay, so so the first one was. The first one was Moses told Aaron and his sons Not to not let the to let hair this get become messy. Messy. Not to let this become messy.
2: Also, right. oh, keep your hair tidy.
1: Stop saying it. <laughs> and then the second I'm one was that 700 no. men from Gibeah <laughs> could sling a stone at one of these and not miss. Oh, like a rabbit
2: kind of hair. No. Like no. sling a stone? Still, yeah, that's how but good just, of a shot they were. Uh, in other words, it's yeah. No, surely they're that's just talking it's about saying. rabbits.
1: No, that's spelt different. Okay, and then David sees both a lion and a bear by this and killed them. By,
2: oh, by their hair. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyway, moving on from that,
1: <laughs> I think everybody I just, knows the gonna, answer now.
2: You never going to get me back but on the But if my idea. you want to call in
1: for the for that giveaway, you still for the quiz, you still can. If you know the answer, just tell me the answer. <laughs> but we've also got another giveaway here, which is co- the giveaway for today is Michael's asks why. So this is a children's book. We played a children's song today, so it just made me think of this. Um, this is a adaptation of the book The Great Con. Which is one of the best books mm, ever written wow. by Ellen G. White. And so this so has been like adapted to Great
2: kids. Controversy for Kids.
1: Uh, that's right. Man, and that's it's awesome. called Michael Asks Why. If you want that, please kids, call through what are the numbers. Get it.
2: Even if you don't have kids, just read it yourself. <laughs> What's the, the number is of uh, to call is one eight hundred Faith FM, that's one eight hundred three two four eight four three, and to SMS is O four nine one. Zero six
1: four six six nine. Okay, and Send we are of encouragement as done well. for the day, and we will um, hand you over to whatever programming comes next. But p- please stay tuned for us next week. What do you got on for the rest of the day? Well, everybody?
2: I am working at the Juice Bar today, the New Start Juice in Raymond Terrace. So if you're in the area, or if you're driving past, if you're going down from. Like Tari to Sydney or something like that, and you're coming through Newcastle. You're always driving right past Raymond Terrace. So if you're ever driving past, come to the Juice Bar. Uh, the juices are amazing. Uh, you can come chat to me and tell me how silly I am for giving away the clue answer.
1: The quiz answer.
2: <laughs> so, yeah, and give me we got time. someone
1: calling in right now, so I'm going to take that call and leave it with you. So thank you, Emerson no worries. and Paul, for joining us today, and we will talk to you some more tomorrow.
2: God bless, guys.
4: I've been held by the Savior I've felt a fire from above I've worn shackles and chains, but I've been freed and forgiven. There's a I'm not going back, I'll never be the same. Then he picked me, pick me up and showed me what it means to be a man. Come on and sing.